0: Thanks for downloading this show from PC One. Before we get rolling, here's a word from one of the folks who helped bring you this podcast. The following program is a podcastone.com presentation. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for
1: some major realness.
0: Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, Him and Her. Uh
1: Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, Him and Her podcast. You have me, Lauren Everett.
2: And the star of the show, Michael Bostick, here, live I'm gonna go projectile
1: Okay guys, welcome back, it is Tuesday, one of my favorite days of the week And today we have a very, very exciting guest Two guests Two guests We have Ali Webb and Cameron Webb of Drybar They're the founders, and the story that they tell is incredible We talk about branding, building, marketing, product, books, everything Super interesting couple
2: Hair. A lot of hair.
1: A lot of hair. Michael loved that part. Michael loves hair. Before we get into it, though, I want to like... I love my hair. So before we get into it, I want to talk to you guys about the secret Facebook group. Michael is not allowed in. I've been barred. He's been barred. It's girls only.
2: It's probably better. There's a lot of estrogen in there. Sometimes I peek at your phone when you're not looking. I try to like see what's going on in the group.
1: No, you don't. You don't know my password. I change it every day. I don't want to see. Yeah, you don't want to know about UTI. Can I get in? No. Okay, I'm out. We might might create another Facebook or a subgroup. So let's ex- so
2: explain. I actually think the group is genius from just like a, just like a, a really good idea. You know, you've got this whole community, and why not put them all in one place? You guys all talking, and I think it's rad. Obviously, I'm not allowed, in. that's fine. I get it. It's girls only. What's going on in there?
1: So basically, I just wanted. A platform where the audience and readership could connect with each other as opposed to just with me so I was seeing a lot of questions that people were asking me that maybe I didn't know the answer to or they were asking about questions of where to get a blowout in Chicago obviously I don't live in Chicago so I wanted to put everyone on one platform where they could connect and share tips and tricks of maybe you know where to get their nails done I, I don't live in New York I don't know where to tell people where to get their nails done so it's been really cool to see the community thrive from an out outside standpoint and also give my tips and tricks when I know the answer to something.
2: So are you ever going to let me in?
1: No, Michael, stop. You're obsessed with getting in. You're not coming in. Do you really want to talk about UTIs and vaginas? And
2: how do I connect with people? Are we going to start a new group, the the him and her podcast group?
1: I think we can create a subgroup.
2: So I'll be in a subgroup. I'm like a, okay, I'm just a subcategory, I guess. Actually,
1: I don't think you can be in the subgroup because you have to be in the group to be in a subgroup. Well,
2: I'm going to create a new group called the Him and Her Podcast, and you're not allowed in.
1: Okay, Michael.
2: Okay, fine, you can come in.
1: One member, Michael Bostic.
2: <laughs> Who out there will join the group? I bet we could get some men in there too. Yeah, a that, little, that that way you can have men and women interacting together. It could be like a whole little men and women stew.
1: Yeah, it could be fun. A stew? I don't. I, I mean, uh, I don't know about that. But yeah, the group is amazing. If you guys want to join, just go to Facebook, search the Skinny Confidential, click groups, click join. You got to be a girl, and you have to be very um, open because it's definitely a non-judgmental space, which has been cool to see. Everyone's super chill. Like, there's no Judge duties in it. Everyone's different. We're all just sharing what works for us, and um, it's been great so far, so I'm super excited about it.
2: Okay, well, while you're in that group one, I'm going to put a request out here to all the listeners, but two, ask the group if they want another group called the Him and Her Podcast so that we can, you know, discuss nothing but the podcast. Because I feel like I need to be part of some group. I can't just be out on my own like a lone wolf. He's
1: like actually really upset he's not part of the group.
2: Taylor and I will join. We'll get some other people join, get some men. You know, I've been getting snaps from male listeners. They're telling us that I'm not alone. Telling, You know, I'm out there. I got people.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Shout out to the two guys following me. The guy that called in and the other guy that just snapped me the other day.
1: One's, One's your Producer Kevin. Kevin will be okay. in the group.
2: He'll join the group. Kevin, you're in.
1: Here. Kevin's like suspicious of that. I don't know.
2: He's gonna join. I might join. Yeah. <sighs> okay. okay, so join. snap me or Instagram me or Lauren and talk to Lauren. You can. I'll let your group talk about it. Talk about it if we want to do a him and her podcast group, and then we could discuss show topics and all sorts of stuff.
1: Second time of the day, I'm in a projectile vomit. Okay, so let's get into our tip of the week. Him and her tip of the week, honey. I'll let you go first.
2: One of the biggest themes of my life is hearing people say they don't have time to do things, do I'm time for this and I'm time for that. And it, it's, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting really frustrated, especially because a lot of the people telling me this are not just you know people that are you know outside of my life, but really like some inner circle people tell me this all the time. So I've been doing this new experiment with people close to me where I asked them to carry like an old school stopwatch. Or they can use an Apple Watch, if you're an Apple Watch or a phone, probably not the phone, because probably a lot of the time you're wasting is on your phone. So what I do is I ask people to carry like an old school stopwatch or a timer of some kind. And what I want them to do is this. Every time you are, I don't want to say wasting time, because maybe it's not a waste of time, but every time you're doing an activity like scrolling through social media or watching Netflix or browsing around online or doing online shopping or just, you know, activities that I, I don't want to say are not productive, but are not, um, I don't want to say enhancing your life either, but are not basically not producing the results you want, whether it's in your business or your relationship or your personal life or your family life, whatever it is, when you say you don't have time, I actually want you to start timing how much time is spent on Netflix, on social media on online shopping, on whatever, I don't want to say bad habit, whatever habit it is that you have, start timing it and start writing down that time every time you do it at the end of the day in a journal, whatever, and see how much time is added up and then come back and say you don't have time. I believe that everybody has time for anything they want to do in their life. They just need to make it a priority. So try that tip and just start auditing your time. I've kind of talked about this in the past a little bit, but this is a real audit of time. Really track what you're doing and then ask yourself, Do I really not have time, or am I making excuses and wasting time?
1: What was that thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger said in his book?
2: Well, it's one of my favorite things. He was giving a speech, and I'm probably misquoting this because I've read the book a while ago, but he was giving a speech at a college, and one of the kids stood up and basically said he didn't have time. And at the time, I think Arnold was working two jobs. He was acting in movies. He was working out. He was competing in Mr. Olympia. So he basically looked at the kid and said, listen, everybody has the same 24 hours in the day, and... It's, it's what you decided to do with those 24 hours. There's nobody that has, you know, time is, is a definite thing. You know, everybody's got the same amount of time. So, you know, whatever you decide to do um, with that time is, is, is up to you. And again, it was basically like, there's no excuse. You have the time if you make the time.
1: Good tip, honey. My tip is real different. It's kind of superficial for being honest. It's about Hair. I feel like that's fitting. It's the theme of the show. Ali Webb and Cameron Webb are on today, so I got to talk about hair. The sleep bun. If you don't know what the sleep bun is, run to YouTube and type in the sleep bun and My face will pop up from like five years ago, and it shows you a tutorial of how to do it. If you're just listening on a podcast right now and you don't have access to YouTube, let me tell you what it is. So basically, it preserves a blowout. What I do is I go, I get a blowout, and then that night I come home and I split my hair in half, middle part, and I roll it into a super low bun all one way. And then I clip it with an alligator clip so it doesn't get that annoying bump in it. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? You know that thing that makes your hair like kind of bumpy? Anyway, the alligator clip prevents that. So you just put it super low on your head, you put your little alligator clip on, you sleep. I like a silk pillowcase for this cause it doesn't fuck up your hair. And you wake up the next morning, undo the alligator clip, spray a little bit of hairspray or texturizing spray. I like texturizing spray a lot right now in your hair and you have like basically this fresh blowout. That is how I maintain my blowout for a week, sometimes a week and a half if we're being honest. Um, and I think it's a great tip for people that don't want to wash their hair like me and are lazy when it comes to um, ever washing their hair. Sorry, Michael, no, don't mean to gross you out. Okay, so make sure you guys check it out. There's also a post on the Skin confidential just google the skinny confidential sleep bun I'm telling you it will change your life get on board with the sleep bun
2: well I'm on board
1: I feel like we could do a sleep bun with your hair. It's no, it's too,
2: it's too strong. There's too, much, there's too much axle grease in my head. I
1: mean, I haven't touched your hair since, like, you know, 2001. It's so well, hard. you've touched
2: my hair, but it's not, like, my hair. It's the outer layer of all the stuff that's on it.
1: Yeah, I'd love to actually, like, touch your hair. It'd be nice. Don't you dare. All right, okay. Michael does his own version of a sleep bun. With that, we are going to take a break, and we will be back with Cameron and Allie Webb, founders of Drybar. This is Norman Lear with my great sidekick, Paul Hip. Good to be here with you, Norman, on All of the Above. That's the name of my podcast,
3: All of the Above. Yeah. We have had guests you cannot believe. Yeah. The guests. Julie Dewey-Dreyfus, amazing. Yes. And America Ferrara.
2: Jared Carmichael.
3: Yes. Oh, Amy Poehler. How did we overlook? We didn't overlook Amy Poehler. I was saving her for last. And Charles Barkley, I was saving him for first, actually, because I didn't declare up first.
2: I get to hang out with this guy. And this is your chance to hang out with Norman Lear a little bit here and some of these great guests.
3: God, I wish I was you hanging out with Norman Lear. Yeah. Son of a gun. See? That must be exciting. It's yeah. the best. I'm telling
0: you. Don't miss All of the Above with Norman Lear. The first episode's available Monday, May 1st on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or Podcast PodcastOne.com. This is The Skinny Confidential, him and her.
1: Okay, you guys. Today we have Cameron and Allie Webb, the founder of my home, (laughs) a.k.a. Dry Bar. Allie opened her first Dry Bar in 2010 and has since opened 74 locations in 11
4: states. Is that right? That's right. Is it 11 states? I, oh, that's should, a lot I should states. know that. I think thirteen states. Thirteen states. I never know that number. Am I-
2: Taking over the world. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's that's all you really need to know.
1: <laughs> you also recently published a book, The Dry Bar Guide to Good Hair for All: How to Get the Perfect Blowout at Home. And you guys have created a career in public relations. You've working with clients like Faith Hill, Paul McCartney, Keith Urban. You're a professional hairstylist and trained by Tony and Guy and Cameron, her husband, the creative director and founder. They're kind of a power couple. <laughs> Um, before we get into it, I just want to let you guys know how incredibly efficient I think Dry Bar is. I kind of already told you, but it always has the best Wi-Fi to work on. My computer while I double fist with a cucumber water and a glass of champagne. I blog. I get some emails done. I catch a buzz. I get a blowout all at once. <laughs> it's kind of my heaven. So thank you guys for coming in and creating such an amazing space.
4: Thank I you. like the catch a buzz. We might maybe need to add that to our <laughs> tagline. I always do. No <laughs> catch, no color, just blowouts and catch a buzz. And I take an Uber
1: there sometimes <laughs> so I can work in the car. Home. That's <laughs> great. It's so amazing. Smart. So, tell us your story how you guys met. You just kind of told us, which was
4: amazing, <laughs> and how you came up with this idea. Well, we met when we were both living in New York City, um, gosh, 15 years ago?
3: Yeah, maybe 16.
4: Yeah. And um, at the time, I was kind of on a hiatus from doing hair, even though I've been doing hair on and off for 20 years. And Cam was working in advertising, and um, we met. Without giving you too many sort of details, at a, a little bar called Hell in the Meatpacking District before the Meatpacking District was what it is now. Again, this was like 15 years ago, and it was like literally meat hanging on the street. Yes, that? it was a
3: very different time of our life. It was probably. Did you say three in the morning? Maybe maybe four in the morning. I
4: <laughs> But it was, um, and it was owned by good friends of ours. Owned this little bar, and it was called Hell, and we used to all, all hang out there. And one night, I I ran into Cam and. Someone it was it was actually, truth be told, a gay bar. But Cameron used to go there because he would he always said there was cute girls at gay bars. And the guys would
3: buy me free drinks.
4: It was, that is smart.
3: <laughs> I was friends with the DJ and he was a really you know, he was really good. So I would show up and the guys would buy me drinks. There would always be some cute girl there with her gay friends and I'd be the that only was straight me. guy. And
1: that is a <laughs> bit genius. Wow. But
3: when I met Allie, it was like I said, it was so late and I had gone up to the bar, I had grabbed a drink, and I turned right as she turned. And I saw her and my mouth dropped and I said, you're the most beautiful girl mm. I've ever seen. And then I blushed sweet? because I was like, oh, my God, that was so cheesy. And it just came out. But she blushed. And meanwhile, standing behind me was her friend pointing at me being said, he's straight. He's
1: straight. <laughs> that is <laughs> so, so cute. So you guys met in a gay bar did, called we, Hell. It was
3: <laughs> yes. a match a match made in Hell. Yeah, that's but very, very cute. We, we started talking and we didn't stop. And I literally moved into her apartment the next day. And we were together every day since. So So
1: how how are you guys? You're living together. You're creating this relationship. Do you one day just say to
4: him, you know, there's this there's this niche that I see, this white noise? No, so much later. So at that point in my life, I just you know was trying to find a husband, get married, and have babies. I was like, I had major babies in the brain, and after a year of being married. After being together for about a year, we got engaged, got married, and then I got pregnant after we were together, after we were married for a year, and then we moved to LA to get Cameron. Got a, another great job in advertising. We moved to LA, and I became a stay-at-home mom. I was at home with my boys, who are boys who are now nine and twelve. I always say, "My drives them crazy." Um, my house,
3: my business. <laughs> she does, she does, she does oh the God. same exact thing.
4: It's normal, babe. I might my as well. Kid. I might you guys well just hang hang be, out. I know. I'm <laughs> like, babe. Everybody knows it's we. It's not just me. <laughs>
2: She refers to my life as basically her life. I don't have anything left.
4: Anyways, so we have two little boys who are 9 and 12 and You know, the first, like, five years when I stayed home and I was a stay-at-home mom, which I was so happy to do. I loved being home. I loved being a mom. And I still do. But after, you know, five years of staying home with my kids, I just started to get a little stir-crazy and was like, oh, my God, I have to get out of the house and away from my kids for a little while. And because I'd had so much background and training and hair, and I have really naturally curly hair myself, so I've been, like, it's been, like, this lifelong quest to get perfect hair my whole life. And so that's when I went to CAM and I was like, you know, I think... I kind of want to start a mobile blow-dry business where I can, like, you know, the kids can be at preschool for a couple hours. I can do some of, my my mommy friends who are always asking me to blow out their hair anyways – And just go to their houses, like while their babies are sleeping. I was so immersed in like the mommy community in LA at that time. So you know, Cam thought it was a great idea. I also went to my brother, who's Michael, who's another founder with us, and he thought it was a great idea. And so Cameron made me this little one-page website called Straight at Home. It was really
3: cute. It was just a couple of little pages. I was very
4: proud. And you know
3: (laughs) what was really neat about that is for me, like being in advertising, I was always creating work for other brands, and so I actually never really saw like what happened when you you put out an ad and when we put out this website for straight at home with her phone number on it the phone rang
4: and i remember it was like the a phone a ring again. first like m- real marketing lesson for me because cam's like if we make it cute people will call you and i uh, and i just remember him saying that and sure enough the website was like one page and it, but it was super cute and people were calling me left and right and so that was they, such a neat that was so it exciting was such, like a thrill yeah. to be like holy shit people are calling me and and then i could back it up because i'm good at doing hair. And so I started this business and I literally was like, I had a Ford Xterra and a big duffel bag of like brushes and irons and, and I'd go to people's homes and blow dry their hair. And I was only charging 40 bucks. So I don't actually think I made any money between gas and everything else in LA, but it was, it was a great way to get out of the house. I loved it. I was talking to adults and I felt like a sense of independence and I was doing something for myself and, and, you know, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. And as I'm operating this business and I'm getting so busy and having to say no to clients all the time because I only had so much time because I had to pick up my kids and all of that. You know, it kind of started to dawn on me like, man, there's no place to go for for my clients who I can't do. And I'd say like, what do you do when I can't come to your home? The response was always the same. It was either I like sneak into the Fantastic Sams, which great business, but not ideal for like a blowout and feeling like, pretty and posh and all the things you love about Drybar. Or they'd go to their cut and color salon where they're overpaying for a blowout. They're getting pressured to get cut and color and all that other stuff. So that's when Michael, Cameron, and I really started talking about Drybar, turning my mobile business into a brick and mortar. And instead of me going to them, them come to me. And that's really how the whole idea really got started and you know Cameron had a great job in advertising and my brother Michael was, was running a real estate marketing business at the time and we were all kind of like it was in the middle of a recession too it was 2010 and we were all kind of like Okay, like this could be good for Allie. It'll be like I'll get have a little bit of like an income. I can probably make one shop work, and I can like pick up my kids from school. And that was kind of like that our was the plan. That was it. So no, no franchise, nothing, nothing. No, what, no business plan. It was very small. What's
2: so interesting about that is we we talk about this a lot, and I think in my own experience and in Lawrence. I think people run into a lot of trouble when they think so big and then they try to execute on that and they tr- like say you like if you were thinking, Hey, I want to do this big dry bar concept yeah, and it no. probably never would have started, but just doing something small like creating a website and using the the strengths and the capabilities that you had at the time, led to this you know this behemoth now that you have, but if you would have said in the beginning <laughs> we're going to have seventy seven stores yeah. and try to this probably never would have got started yeah exactly.
3: people ask often like how did you do it and I think Time, <laughs> yeah. you know, it started with one, and it started small. It was a small little shop. And Where then,
1: was the first location?
3: Brentwood. Brentwood. Okay, and it, it was so neat because the day we opened, we were so slammed. I mean, there were so many women there, and it was such an exciting.
1: It was and, such
4: a thrill. I mean, Michael and and again, Michael and Cam were you know, Cam was still at his job. My, Michael was still at it doing his thing, and and Sarah, Michael's um, wife, and I were basically like. I mean, it turned out we were in the store for like. I feel like I never left for the first like six months I was there around the clock and Sarah and I were always there and I remember that first day like I think we still have a picture of, a you, picture like, of me like crying. crying because we were like holy shit like yeah. people love it and I mean women and we used to have on our windows like walk-ins always welcome which we always really try to accommodate walk-ins but at the time, we didn't know if people were going to book online or if people were gonna, just going to walk in, or we didn't know how the behavior was going to be. And, and sure enough, it was it was a little bit of everything. And women were walking in that opening day, and they were pissed because we couldn't Take get them, them in. And, I, and my my brother was like, "I don't think you should have too many stylists the first day." Like nobody knew what to expect. I mean, we we were so it was blown a away. tidal
3: wave of it women, was
4: crazy. And then it just never really stopped. And then I was like, I, I remember like calling my brother and being like, "Michael, you have to find us more spaces. Like we can't." can't handle the demand in just Brentwood, you know, and then Studio City was our second one, and then West Hollywood, and then it just...
1: And has the branding started? I'm a huge fan of the branding. Thank like, you so much. I honestly am, like, so big. I tell all the girls that want to start blogs, you can't... you you got to start with an aesthetic, and it's yes, got so to go through every platform and every medium, and it needs to shine through, and people know, need to know exactly what they're getting, and I feel like the branding is, like, insane. Was the branding... I If I remember right, because I'm a huge fan of Drybar... It started with what it is right now, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. it
3: really has stayed the same. Yeah. And for me, coming from advertising and previously having clients, it was so nice to to be my own client and really decide exactly what I wanted to do and the color palette that I thought we should use. And the, it was and great. And it was funny.
4: When, when Cam was developing the website, which was also kind of a funny situation because, you know, I was like before the business actually opened and I was running my mobile business and we were all had our other jobs. We'd be like on our laptops in bed until like two in the morning and Cam would be working and showing me stuff and then I'd be showing Michael and and, and the website was like dark gray and yellow and and I remember so many people were like, You're gonna make this like very girly business dark gray and Cam you know Michael and I felt you know like again and I think this is a huge part of our success is that we all have our very different skill sets and we all kind of let each other lead that and
3: really trust each area other and
4: trust each other and Cameron felt really strongly that this gray was the way to go because he Sorry to talk for you, but he always like would look at other brands and other things that people are doing, and he's like, everything's pink. Like I, we don't need to be another like pink girly brand. Let's I want it like, to be, like be like sophisticated, strong. too yeah. predictable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I feel like the second I heard Blowout Bar, I was like oh my that is genius I mean I heard I've heard so many women say I wish I invented that because it's such white noise before we get into all the deets about Ali's book I want to talk to you guys about Kopari so obviously you guys all know about Kopari I talk about it all the time on the Skinny Confidential him and her podcast I just think oils are it. You guys know that. I love a glow. I love a dewy finish, and a lot of you have been asking on Snapchat how I get that glow, and it's definitely thanks to Kopari. Their line of body products packs in everything you want in a moisturizer without any of the crappy stuff. With Kopari, it's out with sulfates, silicones, GMOs, and parabens, so you know what you're putting on your skin is 100% organic coconut oil. They have this melt that's like a complete multitasker basically you can use it anywhere head to toe it's a lot of hydration your skin like takes it in in the best way possible you guys know if you listen to the podcast before that my favorite is their coconut body glow because it gives you a little bit of shimmer and dew with the oil it's kind of like the best medley ever Say aloha to the best skin and hair of your life with Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash skinny to get 20% off your order. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash skinny for 20% off. com slash skinny. So how does the book come about after you've opened the stores?
4: Well, you know, so... Like we said in the beginning, it, it just went crazy and we had to keep opening stores and we've, you know, we're up to almost 75 stores today. So there's just such incredible demand because luckily so many women feel like you and, you know, they get really excited about the idea of getting a blowout and having great hair, you know? And it's funny, just real quick, you know, if you like harken back to like our grandmothers and our grandmother's generation of like how they would get their hair like quaffed and wouldn't mm-hmm. touch it, it's like that went away, that behavior went away. And I feel like we kind of brought that back and modernized it with Drybar and gave women permission and access to get you know great hair again and not you know because most women can't do their own hair or can't do it well but anyways and that's kind of i guess you know a little bit of the catalyst of the book i mean i was approached to do a book because there really isn't another book in the marketplace that's just focused on blowouts i mean there's some amazing books and i have lots of books that are like you know beauty and hair and wellness and great all these great things but similar to just To dry bar where we just focus on hair and blowouts, and that's it. That's what the book does, you know. And I feel like, you know, what is it like? Malcolm Gladwell Gladwell's Ten Thousand Hours makes you an expert. Like, you know, I feel like I have put that in and, and times that. And this book is kind of all of this knowledge that I've accumulated since, honestly, since I was a little girl to having professional training, to having dry bar, to knowing what works and what doesn't work. And so we kind of like put, I tried to put as much of that information into a book. So it was something that women who don't have access to a dry bar have this book, this guide book really to help them. And it's been really gratifying. I mean, the book made the New York Times bestseller list and, you know, women come up to me all the time and they're like, you know, I always was doing my bang wrong until I, read your book and um, they didn't realize they were doing this with that. So there's like a little right. something in it for everybody.
3: There's not like a way for girls to learn how to do their hair unless their yeah. mom knew how to do it, right? I mean, yeah. so I think this is really helpful because we see, I, I mean, I really know how to style hair now just Camp knows watching way more about watching and than writing all of our guy. videos and it's so you know, you see so many girls with Who have done their hair, but it's just not great. And it's just because they're just not doing it right. So, this book really kind of gives you insight on the right way to do it.
1: And who has time? Here's the thing like, now time is currency. Like, I want to do Postmates while I take an Uber. Like, I don't, I want to take my time and put it into my business. So, that's why this is so genius because you can do, you can multitask. Yes.
3: We hear people say, you know, we, we talk to different people about, you know, women who go to dry bar and women who don't. And oftentimes I'll hear the women will say, well, I don't have time to get a blowout. And in reality, it's really a time saver because you can sit there, you can work on your phone, you can get work done while somebody else takes care of your
4: hair. And then you don't have to do it for days. So it's even more of a time saver, right. you know, cause you know, when you have a blowout, like you have good, a good two, three, four, if you're Andrea in our office, two weeks. I mean, it just, you know, there's so many different, there's so many ways to like extend your blowout and with all of our products and dry shampoos and whatever. So it's like, it's such a time saver. And we're, so there are, you know, of course there are women who don't go to dry bar. Are there men know. that go? <laughs> Well, in, in West Hollywood. So <laughs> I, I can see you going. <laughs> no, for me, I don't know if it worked for me. You I got, have good like, hair. I got like oh, axle grease in this
2: thing, oh, so God. I don't I don't know if they're going to be able to... <laughs> he loves I don't think hair. can blow this he down. He takes but longer to hair. You have hair good
4: hair. Really. Thank you. Thank oh, you. God, no. Sadly, <laughs> Cameron doesn't have any. Wait.
3: <laughs> People can't see me. I actually have a really great head of hair. It's a
2: long, flowing. It's like a mane. <laughs> yeah,
3: yes,
4: you can't see it. I'm,
3: I'm, I'm six two, very well built, <laughs> beautiful hair.
1: <laughs> I let my blowout from Dry Bar last for a week and a half, unless I want. Sometimes I'll just oh, go in and good. have them do a ponytail and put my yeah. extensions in and do like a Kim K ponytail. But I've found that by using the Dry Bar alligator clip, and I did a YouTube video on this with the Dry Bar dry shampoo, that I do a sleep bun every night. Yes, and that's I smart. do like a low sleep bun. I've and there's a whole YouTube thing where I did it with the my um, yellow dry bar clip, mm-hmm. and then I do dry shampoo the next That's day, perfect. and it's perfect. And Michael's not allowed to touch my hair, and it's just it works great. Yes. So I do think that it's definitely yeah, a yeah. I mean, saver. we do
4: we have so many like tips and tricks like that. Like our hard high top rollers, they're like our Velcro rollers in yellow. I tell women to put them if they're if they don't do like a low bun like you do, like sleep with it in your crown and put dry shampoo in it and then roll it and clip it, and then you don't get that like. That's Split a great in your idea. hair or like...
3: You call that cat butt.
4: Cat butt! That is so funny.
3: <laughs> you know, we have 100 proof. I don't know if you've used that, but you should use it on your beard. Okay. You, you don't have a huge beard, but it's get like... We'll I, used you. You. I used to have a huge it's beard, our but treatment I, oil. I had to get yeah. it off. No, it's so great, and it, I mean, I love it.
4: Dry so bar now for men. For the
1: men
3: out there, 100 proof. So
1: steal I went, it from your well, beards are a big thing right
4: now. Yeah, he loves
1: his well, beard.
2: Yeah, I had to I had to calm it down. I had too much hair going on. I'm brushing
4: his eyebrows right <laughs> well, now, Well, because you have a lot one. of, like, head hair. He doesn't have any head yeah. hair, so he can do a real bushy beard. Yes.
2: One time, I grew a really, really long like vato mustache. let not go she back. Could, to that. She didn't like it. Hmm. So I want to. So this obviously, Dry Bar's been a huge success, and it's you know, Lauren basically lives there. If I ever <laughs> lose her, I know where to go find her. Um, but I want to. I kind of want to go back and hear like if there were, what were the struggles along the way to get it to where it is now? Because, I mean, you guys have 77 stores. I can't imagine how many employees, so many 3, locations. 3,000. Mm-hmm. 3,000. Legal hurdles, probably. There's, There's probably, a lot. Copycats. You know, Copycats. Having, copy a, having copy a little cats. bit of a experience. Yep. Never the my, same,
1: though. You know, yeah. Having never a little the of experience
2: of my own, just, you know, it's it's not easy to yeah. to build something like this. So I just kind of want to go back and, like, what were the biggest hurdles to get to where it is now?
4: Well, I mean, there are, there are a lot of different, some little, some big. I mean, you know, when you think about, like, operationally, I mean, such a silly thing that I always talk about is that, like, we don't have phones in our shops. I mean, you know that you don't call the shop; you call basically a virtual call center because it, the phone volume is so incredibly high. Well, even though you can book online and we have an app, but people still call.
3: Well, is, when we first opened Brentwood, we had the the person working the front desk. Unfortunately, that was me for the <laughs> first two weeks. Was trying to check women in, check women out and answer the phone and talk on the phone while there was eight blow dryers blowing right next to me. And loud and it music. Was, and loud music. I mean, it was impo- it was impossible. And so it,
4: it felt like we were not giving women standing in front of us a good experience or women on the phone a good experience. And that's when, you know, we decided that we need to pull a, the phones out of the shops and make it like a pleasant experience when you call so there's not all this background. You can actually talk to somebody. And now we have like I don't know. It's like sixty or something people answering the phone on a daily basis. So we quickly found ourselves in like the call center business, which was like what whole you know, different business, yeah. whole different yeah. business, and just you know, and that I think that's been you know the 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 hard part in growing the business is like expanding it and you know the efficiency and high, having to hire a lot of people and let a lot of other people make decisions and giving up a lot of the control, control yeah. because you're you know it's one thing when you have one or two or three stores i mean when we had three stores i used to like constantly circuit all of them you know we have 75 now it's like impossible for me to do that and you know we have a we have a corporate office of like I don't know, seventy, people? eighty people. I think ninety people in our County. That are County you know, between HR and retail finance. and product and finance and you know, it's just it's massive. And I think that I think that's more of a personal struggle for us, for Cameron, for my brother. You know, it's like we have to you have to, like, allow the business to grow and scale. And, you know, and then I feel like it was, like, 2014 that we really took a step back from opening any more stores, because, you know, because it's, like, we kind of constantly grapple with wanting to open more stores because there's so much demand, but then having to, like, pull back and, you know, get our infrastructure in place and make sure all of our systems are working, which, you know, sometimes when we were, were, I feel like it was, like, 2014, we were just going so fast that we were, like, we had to take a break from opening stores and, like, get our act together and make sure, like, all our systems were running and it's just like, and then there's three thousand employees, which, which is three
2: thousand problems. Yes,
4: <laughs> and they're they're all women, so there's a different dynamics. And it's like, and it's like, and what, what great, what makes our stylists so incredible? And I just, I mean, I've always loved the hair industry. I love our stylists. I, you know, it's like they're these amazing, creative, fun people who can be like myself a little flaky, you know, and sometimes it's like, you know, getting people to work on time and getting, you know, which is like, you know, something that as a stylist, I personally, identify with and struggle with myself. I'm pretty late at a person. So am I. Don't worry. I, I,
1: I'm always calling the call center to be like, I'm 15 minutes yeah. away. I think they know me by first name <laughs> basis now.
2: When you scale a business and you're starting out, it's, it's a lot of fun in the beginning, right? And you're it, new things and you're right. doing marketing, and especially for you, like probably coming from the client services business, you get, you're not eating shit anymore from someone else and right. you're doing your own thing, which exactly. is great. So you're having a lot of fun in the beginning, but as it grows, you start to realize, at least in my own experience, that your job basically becomes putting fires out on yes. a daily basis yes, and so it, it changes it's different it's, it goes from hey this is like a new cr- creating fun thing to really like
4: and especially when you're an entrepreneur you know it's like you just you have this idea and you're so excited and that then you do it and everybody loves it and you're like Wah! and then all of a sudden we have this big business to run and we need people you know to help us we brought in a professional CEO a couple of years ago which was like a, a decision I was actually pretty against my brother was CEO and I didn't I didn't want to bring in a CEO because I thought it would change the whole you know corp the whole culture and it just would you know it again one another one of those stepping stones to like building and growing and scaling and it, it, it- Turned out to be like one of the best things we ever did. This guy John Hefner, who came from the beauty industry, he was that he ran OPI Nails before Dry Bar. So he he turned out to be like such a blessing yeah, in amazing. disguise. And and we have a lot of people like that in our organization now that I was very apprehensive about bringing on because you just it just turns into something else, you know. Yep. You you really can't help that, and and you have to embrace it. And it is scary, you
3: know. <laughs> the agency I was at before Dry Bar was called Secret Weapon, and the, the the founder there is a guy named Dick Sidig, who was a genius and was. So such a great mentor for me, and one of the things he always talked about is he kept that agency very small because he wanted to ensure that everybody there was an A level person. And when you get bigger, it's harder to make sure that all those people are, people are A's, you know. And I think that's one of the the stressful things about growing a company so big is you just end up with so many people, and it's like this—you know—you want everyone to be to be to be great.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> and you know, I mean, I think that we've we've drawn amazing people. You know, we have such an intense training program now for our stylists which we didn't actually have in the beginning i mean it was like people used to come to my house and blow out my hair and that's how i hired them you know i mean now it's like a much more you know intense robust system where we're, we're training people we're breaking down all of our hairstyles they're going through a boot camp and we have people who are constantly monitoring them we have this rate your blowout which i'm sure you know about after you come in and we email you to get your feedback so you know i mean listen in in more ways than not it's 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 amazing having these great people who have great ideas who can help you grow the business. And I mean, Kevin and I always joke around that without Michael... There'd probably be like three oh dry bars, well, or even, be, maybe even there'd one. There'd
3: be one dry ba- bar with really amazing branding. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
3: Michael really had the, the business sense and know-how to, to grow the business. And
1: product. Yeah. I'm yeah, curious so, about product. Because so, how do you transition into that? Because your product is really good. Like, the smells right, the branding. I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with the branding. The, the matte bottles. Like, uh-huh. I just really, really like it. So how do you go from what you were doing with, you're focusing on this, and then you transition to product?
3: It, it's so funny. I mean, we, we kind of had to. Yeah. You know, and especially in the first the per- first product was <clears throat> the blow dryer. And I always tell people like, "No, well,
4: that was not the first product." It wasn't? No, because in the beginning, so we had about 11 stores maybe, which is when Michael, my brother, you know, realized and and this is like again, the, the beauty of having Michael is that he always kind of thinks ahead and he was like, "If we're going to keep growing this thing, we need to raise some real money." Which is when we started talking to different private equity companies and that's when we joined forces with castanea who's our private equity partner out of Boston and with Ca- and at the time we were talking and thinking about product I really wanted to develop product because I was using all different kinds of brands in the shop and I felt like it was like a mishmash and they didn't all go together and it was just like not working for me and so I was like dreaming of, of doing a product line but I really had no idea how to start it and when castanea came along one of uh, the members Janet Gerwich who actually founded Laura Mercier cosmetics Was part of Castaneda Who now is on our board as well And she came along And she was like I can help you I can introduce you To all the labs I can introduce you To the right people And like sure enough She did And so Labs who really Wouldn't talk to me Because we were so small At that point Before Janet came along were starting to talk to us and you know we're, we were kind of selling them, them on this idea Castanet, I was investing all this money and we were going to build out the product line which by the way nobody internally thought it was like everybody was kind of like maybe it works maybe it doesn't you know and I I felt pretty strongly about it yeah because
3: there just wasn't a line out there that worked for everything that we needed I mean the number of different women and hair types that we get through drybar <laughs> we needed we needed a line that could accommodate everybody and we also wanted products that would really help make a blowout last you know so all the products are very lightweight so your hair doesn't fall flat so there was like See a real much about there was a real hair. need for these Amazing. but <laughs> let me get back to buttercup though because i'm obsessed with this Okay, thing. but
4: buttercup was not was okay buttercup we'll was take much that away
3: <laughs> what just saying <laughs> blow dryers blow dryers are not I just meant,
4: want to be on the record for that
3: blow dryers are not meant to be on all day long and our stylists <laughs> are standing there with blow, the blow dryer up above their head on all day blowing women's hair and we were going through blow dryers like crazy. Yeah, cords there was like a ex-
4: graveyard. Cords
3: were exploding. Like there was like <laughs> fires on the blow dryers. Like just they just weren't meant to be used like that. And so we really needed to find like the ultimate blow drying tool. And so we ended up with eventually Buttercup. And this thing is so amazing yeah. because it's super lightweight. The girls are holding it above their heads, so you, you know, like, their arms get very tired. So it's a really lightweight blow dryer. It's super strong. It dries actually twenty percent faster than any other blow dryer. Cameron <laughs>
4: sold Michael. He I, wants no. one. Cameron's and, going on QVC later. And what's,
3: it's like we call it a conditioner with a cord because it uses ionic technology. So there's negative ions that go Maybe into you your hair. You
4: should go on QVC. You're really Still good at this out there. No, I but mean, it's like what's knows. funny is it's
3: like I've had so many girls who have gotten it and been like, oh, my God, I had no idea that there's like a true difference in blow dryers. And this thing really is it's awesome.
4: It's the cat. We, we ass. couldn't have
3: done it without Buttercup.
4: We could have done, but Buttercup came later because we It was like a, it was kind of like a progression. First Tell we, us what
1: Buttercup is, though, for those. That
4: oh, don't it's, know. Our it's our blow dryer. It's our, it's our dryer. yellow blow dryer. Oh, that's what. Okay, yes, I'm so, like, so sorry.
3: I'm, oh no, the Buttercup blow dryer. Buttercup is
4: called. Okay, okay, and you also, can't go on QVC.
3: also our little it. our little logo, the little yellow hanging blow dryer. That's also that's called Buttercup. Buttercup. And for the first year, we called it the little yellow hanging Up blow dryer. That's where
1: I see that when I'm in dry bomb, and I'm like, where do I see that? It's on the blow dryer.
3: It, it, well, it's kind of on it a lot of the things. It is the blow
4: dryer, but it's part of the logo. You know, it's like it says Dry Bar, and then Buttercup okay. is hanging down. And we kind of gave this name to Buttercup because we used to refer to it as the upside down blow dryer, and it, that was such a mouthful. And then she became Buttercup. She has a bio on the website and everything.
1: Why didn't you bring her? You should have brought her. I know she could have had a mic. damn it. No, 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 not for me. She could have had her own mic. <laughs>
3: we actually Star. have a very funny video where Allie interviews Buttercup. It's true. Our, it's I think so, it's on the it's Buttercup product. Day, to be honest, probably.
1: I don't need a blow dryer because right, I've don't. never once washed my
4: hair at my house and I've lived there for three years. Really? And that is a true story. I cannot tell you how many women tell me that they don't wash their own hair anymore. It's like the music to my ears. You know no, when they don't I have shampoo in their showers nope. anymore.
3: When yeah. I'm mean, all my hair fell out, I was able to stop washing it as well.
2: <laughs> I just
4: don't ever wash it either,
2: but that's not it's probably that's just different. Yeah, it's a different thing. Maybe <laughs> it's a it's different a, podcast. It's for unsanitary <laughs>
4: <laughs> But anyway, so the product, you know, that was in about I don't know, that was like two thousand twelve or right mm-hmm. that we started the product and and now we have how many skis like a
3: lot i'm not sure
4: yeah i mean and the product you know, now we have our our three-day bender which is our curling iron which is also great we have a flat iron that is amazing i mean we just you know we've we, and the great thing about our products is that you know they they the ideas for them come in a lot of different ways sometimes like i dream them up sometimes it's things that our stylists are asking for sometimes it's things that clients are asking for but ultimately <clears throat> oh look there's michael
3: Michael's there's calling our us other right partner.
4: Oh, Michael's calling us he's right here now. In um, but you know, there's there, the great thing about our product is once I kind of get our product to the point where I'm happy with it, and my team's happy with it, then we send it out into the field and our stylists try it, and they are like as honest as can be and it's great because you get all this feedback so any product that actually makes it to our shelves has been vetted by you know not only me and my team but, but a bunch of different dry bar stylists who try it on clients and each other so I think that's why the products are good and it's so nice to hear you say that and people have loved the product and we've been so humbled by the response to the product but it's like they are really tried and true and you know that nothing hits i mean and i've i've pulled products like weeks before launch because it just wasn't right you know we're so careful about what we launch and you know you can you a lot of
2: people put like a lot of thought into the launch of a product or the launch of a business and they don't do what what you're talking about which is yeah. testing it or getting consumer feedback and it's like you can put all this amazing work all this amazing branding but at the end of the day the, the product doesn't the work product has to be good
1: We are going to get the secret sauce, the secret real deal product from Ali in a minute. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Blue Apron.
2: All right, who's hungry for some baby broccoli and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad? Because I got you covered.
1: Whoa, are you going to be cooking that for me? How's
2: that for some cooking energy?
1: Wow. Well, let's talk about Blue Apron on that note. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient or recipe delivery service in the country, and Michael clearly loves it. It's been making my life a lot easier, too, because I don't have to cook. It's super efficient, you guys, if you want to manipulate your husbands into cooking for you. They think they are just like Chef Boyardee. They're in the kitchen. You can trick them into making you a full meal with Blue Apron.
2: I'm cooking with gas now, boys and girls.
1: Oh, my God. Help me. All right. The beef, the chicken, the pork come from responsibly raised animals, which is very TSC. And as you guys know, cooking together builds strong family bonds. I feel like the bond is even stronger because Michael does all the cooking for me and I just sit in the kitchen Well,
2: how could it not be stronger when I'm cooking up a sweet and sour salmon with some bok choy? You know what I mean? Come on.
1: I like the ginger fried rice, too. That was so good. All right, guys. So it's affordable. There's lots of variety. Flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash him and her. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Make sure you get on that manipulation train with your.
2: Quit wasting your time in the grocery store. Boyfriends
1: and husbands, guys. All right. That's blueapron.com slash him and her. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. If you guys had to pick a product that my readership and audience absolutely needs, like if they can buy one product. Oh, boy. I know the one I would pick, but I want to hear
4: what you guys would pick because maybe it's
1: different than the one I would pick.
4: Man, that is a loaded question. I mean, I feel like, honestly, probably the dryer because if you're blow drying your hair at home, you need a professional dryer. And I feel like most people kind of skimp out on that, you know, because really good dryers are more expensive. But... I guess if you're blow drying your hair yourself, it's the dryer. But for like somebody like you, who I know doesn't get blowouts a lot, I'd say it's. I mean, who gets blowouts a lot and doesn't blow out their own hair? I'd say it's probably detox yeah. dry shampoo. What oh. about the hair oil, though? And the 100 Proof? Yeah. You oh, know, it's so good. That one's a good one. Have
3: you tried Prep Rally yet?
4: No. That oh. is a really
3: good one, too. They've
4: probably put it on your hair. they probably- it's like probably. It's-, it's like vitamins and nutrients and biotin and all, and it's a detangler, and it makes your hair, like, feel great. It's, like, for the health of your hair. Okay. It's,
3: it's a good one. You put it in your, when your hair's wet, and you I come it through before that. you blow dry, and it no. kind of primes your hair for all the other products that you're, you're going to put in it as well. And
4: okay. have you seen it's our good. new Detox Whipped? No, that's, wait, I think I might have that. Not the whip, though. No, it's brand spanking new. We literally, like, launched it this week. Wait, do I have detox, though, something? You probably have our detox original, like, powder-based formula. This is our, like, it's basically, like, it looks like whipped cream, but it's, like, it is dry shampoo.
3: There's some cute pictures of it on the Instagram.
4: Oh, we gotta show this on my Snapchat. Okay, 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 okay. Alright.
3: It's a it's a kind of a lighter version. Yeah. It's of like a lighter, it's a lighter so, version It's actually ready? making me kind yeah. of hungry.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I know. So yeah. Uh, Michael so, needs some of that too. So he loves. It's like it's like a lighter weight dry shampoo and it completely disappears into your hair once you use it, and we're so excited. It's kind of like the next generation of dry shampoo. I can't put it in my hair because I have this thing on my head. This looks amazing. Uh, can maybe we can put it in your beard. Yeah, show show us. <laughs> <laughs> It looks great.
1: Look at how great he is. You guys should see this. She's putting it in his beard and he's just smiling. You should let me do that. You don't even let me touch your hair. You're so weird about your hair products.
3: No, no, I, 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 I don't share in. In. Yeah,
1: He's like, Yeah. Okay, so You guys have done all this amazing stuff. What is next? Do you have a next? Are you just going to continue to open locations? Not just, but are you going? I mean, that's a huge undertaking. Are you just going to continue continue to run this tiny business or what?
4: (laughs) This little business? Well, we do have a lot of locations opening. We actually are opening here in LA in the Americano tomorrow, which is very exciting. And we're opening in Austin soon. So we have a lot of new stores opening. And then a lot of push on product and more products opening. We're going international with our products. We're going to France. In Australia, um,
3: the book is getting my published. My book is getting in published in, in French France. and Russian,
4: and Fr- French and Russian, which Saint. is so random, weird but it's, and awesome. it's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to leave all the info on her
1: book, you guys, on the Skinny Confidential too, so you can check it out. I have it in my office. It's a beautiful, again, Thank you. branded book. Did you design the cover?
3: You know, I was involved um, in the beginning. I did literally everything and now I have about nine designers underneath me who help me with everything so there's a girl Andrea Rell who's a, a, amazing and she really was involved with the design She's of the She's also book.
4: the girl who doesn't wash her hair for mm, two weeks. That's yeah. amazing I, I've, I've so, been known to do that though too. Yes.
3: I've been very lucky to have found like, some some really yeah, good Yeah and you
4: know we, Abrams published the book and they you know knew how crazy we were about branding and aesthetic and they really gave us a lot of control on designing the book and Andrea really kind of led the charge on on the aesthetic of the book and mm-hmm. cameron kind of oversaw it and so yeah no we're we we could not be more thrilled with how it came out it's so it's still so trippy to me that i have i'm like a published author mm-hmm. it's beautiful it's nice.
1: you've done a lot i mean i'm amazed and you're a mother of two, <laughs> two. that's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. crazy boys that's crazy okay so the last question before you guys go if you guys could go back and give yourself some advice when starting dry bar what would it be
2: if you go back in time and Get, knowing what you know now,
1: for anyone who's out there, and this listening. is more because we have like you
2: know a younger audience. Yeah. Like I'd say, not too young, but a lot of uh,
3: young professionals trying to get their start. So if you could go back. Well, let me say, I, let me just say this: Please. It's not really going back, but I, I think the thing that's been so fortunate for us is that there was three of us. A lot of people are trying to start businesses on their own, and with the three of us, Allie really being the hair expert, Michael really understanding business and and getting investors involved, and me being able to do all the branding and the marketing and the, the website. And then we also had a good friend of Michael named Josh Heitler, who was our architect. And so Still all is. four of us had very different skill sets, but really trusted each other because we're all owners of the business and we're all. You you know, we completely have complete faith in each other. So we really let each person do what they did best and let them do that. And I think that's been a real... A real key to our success.
4: You focused on each other's strengths instead of focusing on improving well, and weaknesses. It's, it's hard when you're starting a business by yourself and you don't have those partners who, you know, I mean you can't possibly know everything about everything and so you have to lean on people and you have to like find people that you trust and have a partnership and you know, like Cameron said, having those skill sets but also just have somebody that you trust to like right. bounce ideas off of. I mean, we all constantly say like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And, and having somebody that you implicitly trust is It's really important because
3: sometimes an employee is not going to tell you how they feel because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to hurt your feelings or whatever. They, you know, and I also feel like all four of us worked around the clock for probably three or four months leading up to the opening of that first shop and we worked so hard and so if you're just one person trying to do that there's no way you can there's no way you can do it you have to have you have to have yeah you all kind
4: of like lean on each other and I feel like throughout like I mean gosh we're seven years into it now and I I feel like there's different times when one of us is like on the verge of a breakdown and it's like okay only one of us can be like on the verge of a breakdown the other (laughs) two have to like hold that person up and I mean it happens a lot I mean there are there are times that like one or one of the three of us like gets really burnt out and just like can't do it for a minute and you know and, and vice versa and like again having that support system of, I mean and we're lucky because we're family um, but which a lot of people think is crazy that like I work with my brother and my husband but they happen to be like my best friend so I feel very lucky and we all yeah. like love each other and love the business and it's very exciting but it is a support system too. It
3: is and I think the family part of it you know because we each have a kind of our own lanes and our own skill sets we don't really step on each other's toes too much so and there's not that That's like, really important. Real, yeah, there's not a real battle internally about what I to do versus what Ali wants to do. We really kind of let each other do our things. You
2: know, what's funny is a lot of people, like, obviously everybody knows Disney and Walt Disney gets a lot of credit, but people don't realize that his brother, Roy Disney, was with him the whole time and Mm. basically saved his ass multiple times Mm. from going under. And if he wasn't there, it wouldn't be, Disney wouldn't be what it is today. Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. like, Like Cameron was saying in the business, I get... In the beginning, I get a lot of the credit.
3: I can't tell you how many times people have come up to me, and be like, "Oh my god, your wife started Red Dry Bar. Oh my god, your wife owns Dry Bar."
1: You, you guys know, well, that though. Sounds you know, familiar.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on your end or mine. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I think that's great advice. I think that's amazing advice, and I think anyone who's listening got so much value out of this okay. podcast. Where can everyone find you guys? Give us all the details. Your book, your so handle.
4: So you can. Our Dry Bar is the. It's at thedrybar.com. Um we also have an app where you can book your blowouts. You can go on Amazon and buy my book. Um, if you to get see- all our products on on the website, you can go to Sephora. We're at Sephora, we're at Ulta, Nordstrom. Am I missing anything? If you
3: want to see cute pictures of our kids, go to um at Mr. Cam Webb. Yep.
4: <laughs> yeah, if you wanna see some cute pictures of our kids, you can check out my Instagram, Ali But and Drybar's Instagram, of course. And we always are we're we're showcasing our stylists all the time and what they're doing in, in and out of our 70 plus shops.
1: And I have to shout out my stylist at Dry Bar because she's been my stylist for uh, four years. Sean. She's amazing. And she's at the Del Mar location. So you guys have to go see her. Ask her for the skinny confidential special.
4: And there's another one opening in San Diego soon.
1: Yay. Where?
4: I knew you were going to ask that.
1: Downtown probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's the closer to my house. But I still have to drive to see Sean. Yeah. That's a great
4: great location. And they did such a great job on the renovation. Of the of that shops so of the hub like, Center too. that whole yeah. center yeah.
2: blog I mean that's basically well, we the were center first of, opening
4: you know. there. I was like um. What? that place is old school. That's
2: like yeah. where, that's the old but then grounds The for renovation me, you know?
4: like is unbelievable. Yeah. It's gorgeous. No, now. It. We met in sixth yeah. grade at that mall. So. No. You did? <laughs> Have you been <laughs> together ever since? No. Oh, She's been God. chasing
2: me a long time.
4: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, needed it's to, like, go that's the problem to in our
2: relationship.
3: We needed to go off for a little All while. All
1: right, you guys, make sure it's at dry bar or at the dry bar. The dry bar. At the dry bar on Instagram. Definitely check Mr.
3: Mr. Cam Webb.
1: And Allie Webb out on Instagram. Thank you guys so much (laughs) for coming. You're both incredible. So inspiring. thank Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are so grateful for your support. We appreciate any feedback. Please go subscribe, rate, and review The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her podcast. And of course, follow us on Snapchat at Lauren Everett and at Michael Bostic for some BTS. We will see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her with Lauren Everett and Michael Bostic. Download new episodes every Tuesday at PodcastOne.com or subscribe now on the Podcast One app.
2: Hello there, you. It's me, Jay Moore. You know me from the More Stories podcast. I'm a comedian, I'm an actor, and I talk to people that fascinate me, like Brandon Boyd from Incubus, super funny Jim Jeffries, Jay Leno, Charlie Sheen, Lakers owner Jeannie Buss, and a whole lot more. Download a few episodes of More Stories now, More Stories podcast every Monday. Podcast One app, iTunes, Podcast One.com.